don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with big design, small budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth. Today, I am featuring some extra special guests on our Big Design Small Budget podcast. I was talking about podcasting the other night at dinner, and my kids got super excited. Podcast? What's that? Mommy, I want to be on a podcast. So there you go, kids. They have a lot of questions about furniture, and I figured this would be the perfect forum. I'd love to welcome my children to Big Design Small Budget. We have Jack Helmuth and Eden Helmuth. Say hi, guys. Hi. And I am Mama Helmuth, and we can't wait to answer burning design questions. So, Eden, you had a question. Go ahead. Is a lamp furniture? Is a lamp furniture? No, I think technically a lamp would be more like an accessory or a home accent. So it wouldn't technically be furniture. Furniture. What is that thing? Is that, is that furniture? furniture? So a window seat is technically architecture, and not this, furniture. This? Now that yeah, is a vase. Yeah. No, this is glass. So it is great to incorporate different elements. According to feng shui, glass is a representation of water. So it's wonderful to have that water sign in your space. Good observation, Eden. Now, Jackie, you had a question. Does a mirror have any um, any furniture in it? So a mirror is also made of glass. Technically, again, it counts as a home accent, but I love using mirrors in home decor. I use it to reflect the light around the space. I use it to help magnify something that I want more of. If I want more windows in my space, I will hang the mirror directly across from my windows and automatically I have double the windows. If I have an amazing view, like we do here in my office of the water, then I would put a mirror opposite this view so that I could see the water on both sides of the room. You have another question? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What um, does a window have anything else than, than just furniture? So I think there are some really great ways to add visual interest to windows. Windows aren't technically furniture, but we can dress them up to make them look more attractive throughout the space. I am currently on a Roman blind kick, which is a fabric shade that takes the place of blinds. And then you don't have to add drapes because it's that fabric element. It's a great way to add a splash of color. And my favorite shops for getting amazing Roman blinds happen to be Etsy or JCPenney. You can either type in Roman blind or Roman shade and choose from hundreds of fabrics at really affordable price points. Eden, did you have another question? Is a window furniture. So technically, a window is a piece of architecture. It's a part of the architecture of the building. So it's not technically furniture. No, no, that right there. Even small windows are a part of the architecture. Now, I have a question for you guys. What is your favorite piece of furniture in our house? Go ahead, Jack. Um, a, a picture. Which picture is your favorite? The picture, um... That that show the mommy um, and daddy and me and Eden. So that is the p- 
painting that I had commissioned from Etsy. So there's this amazing artist on Etsy. Uh, I'm going to try to remember her name for the show notes, but she turns pictures of people into fairy tales. So kids in Candyland, kids in the gingerbread house. So our family is really into Coney Island. And when we moved away from Brooklyn, I sent her pictures of our family and pictures of Coney Island. She's based in the Ukraine. And she created an amazing, whimsical portrait for us for under $800 with shipping. It is fantastic. And I'm going to put her link in your show notes for the podcast. So Eden, do you have another question? Mm-hmm. What's your question or what's your favorite piece of furniture? Wood. You love wood? Pieces of furniture made from wood? I do too. And the important thing to keep in mind with wooden furniture is that you stay in the same color family. So you don't want to mix ones. Oh my gosh, guys. This is why people don't have children co-hosts. You don't want to mix your woods. In other words, you want to use all light woods, all mid-tone woods, or all dark woods unless you have a very eclectic aesthetic. Now, I think Jackaroo has one final question, and then we'll sign off. Um, is a flower base made out of glass? So typically, flower vases or bases, as my baseball fan likes to call them, are made from glass or ceramic because they don't let the water through. So you need to do something that the water that's feeding the flowers won't leak out of. So you typically don't do a wood unless it's been treated or certainly not paper because all the water would come right through. So you have to use something like glass, ceramic, acrylic, something that if you filled it with water, it wouldn't leak. These are great questions, guys. As you can tell, the Helmuth kids have the furniture bug. Before we adjourn to commercial break, the kids want to say... Bye. Um, I have another question. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What? We were going to say bye. What's your other question? Glass. Glass? Well, we talked a lot about glass on this episode. We talked about it having the properties of water, how it's perfect for a vase, how you can see through it. So if you have a small space, using glass furniture can help it feel more light and airy. So there we go. There's lots of I have another question. What? (laughs) Pinky. Okay. We're going to go to commercial break. Pinky. uh, I'll be right back after this break with some more Big Design Small Budget and with fewer small people. Have you always wanted to work with an interior designer, but just weren't sure you could afford it? Also, you weren't sure how to go about it. Well, you can work with affordable interior design. Whether you're in the New York area or in Australia, we can help you with your design dilemmas with our all new virtual transformation package. This package is a two hour experience with one of our pros. You will get an entire room transformed. All you have to do is send in pictures and measurements of the space you'd like to work on. Then our designer spends the first hour on the phone with you determining the perfect layout for that room. The second hour is spent online shopping together. Virtually, you will be scouring the internet looking for those perfect items that will give you that designer look and all the pieces we find for you will fit within your budget. At the end of the call, you get a computerized floor plan and you get that click and buy shopping list so that you can go out and decorate your space with confidence. That total package is $3.95. Don't wait. 
write us today at info at affordableinteriordesign.com to sign up for your transformation. Check out more information at affordableinteriordesign.com and we can't wait to work with you. Hanging with the kids is always a great time. Thanks for putting up with their enthusiasm and their questions. I really appreciate it. Let's dive right in and get to some of your questions about kid-friendly design. I have a question from Valerie. She writes, Betsy, I have three kids and our upholstery is a disaster. I can't keep a couch or pillows without my kids marking all over it. What can I do? Valerie. When searching, let's start first for pillows. When searching for pillows, I always look for outdoor pillows when I'm working with a kid-friendly space. Outdoor pillows really can take a beating and still look amazing. They can get spilled on. It will wipe right up. They can get jumped on, thrown across the room. They're just really designed to withstand a lot of punishment. And you can find them at all sorts of great stores, from Crate and Barrel and Pottery Barn to Overstock and Wayfair. Just type in Outdoor Pillow and you will be amazed at the selection. You can also, at places like Bassett Furniture, get couches that are upholstered in Sunbrella fabric. That's an outdoor fabric. I recently went to look for a couch there for myself, and they had a wide selection of these Sunbrella-type fabrics. Now, they're not super plush, like a chenille or a velvet. They definitely have more of a canvas-type feel. But I was really surprised at the range of textures, and that material can really withstand the markers, the issues, <laughs> trying to put this delicately, that kids can sometimes bring to upholstered furniture. So check out those options. Also, avoid nubby fabrics. Nubby fabrics can be easily pulled. They can catch on kids' stuff. Kids can pick at nubby fabrics, and they tend to be quite problematic with not just kids, but also with any pet with claws. Also, tufting. We had a tufted sofa. And those buttons were just screaming at my children, play with me. Every time they were sitting on the sofa, they'd be picking at one of those buttons, so much so that the fabric came off one of the buttons. One of the other buttons on the side of the sofa actually popped off. I had to be like, kids, stop touching the buttons. Uh, And thankfully, the sofa was recalled because so many kids were messing with these buttons. And now we just got a brand new sofa today that I'm very excited about in a performance fabric. But avoid the tufting. It just is very alluring for children, and those buttons weren't meant to be constantly toyed with. Now, Valerie, outside of just fabrics, I have a couple other thoughts for you. You know, with kids, especially with three kids, you are going to need some closed storage. So many websites and Pinterest boards will tell you to get baskets and label the baskets for things like books, games, puzzles, Legos. But I think you have to go one step beyond labeling the baskets. I think you need baskets with lids. I think you need an upholstered storage ottoman that you can put that lid on top of and have it be truly concealed. So many of us don't have a designated play area. So many of us, even if we do have a play area, need to have some toys in the main living area for that day-to-day play. But I really don't want to see those toys when my friends are over, when we're having adult conversations. So lids are really key. I get amazing lids with baskets at Home Goods, at Pier 1, at Pottery Barn. 
And I love the storage ottomans at Wayfair, at Target, at Overstock. You can find amazing price points. And I prefer the ones in pleather because if somebody were to spill their drink or write on it with marker, you can easily wipe it off. My next question comes from Lou. Lou writes, Betsy, my husband and I are in search of a new rug, but we have a couple of kids. What should we look for? Lou, you should look for pattern, 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 any kind of solid, whether it's a rug, a drape, a pillow, a blanket will show stains. The key is a lively pattern to help camouflage anything that might happen to that surface and keep it looking fresh even when it's not. For a rug, I like to go with a larger pattern because a rug is a bigger surface. So if you do a quite small pattern, it can tend to look pretty dizzying. I love getting rugs at rugsusa.com, rugsdirect.com. They have amazing sales, great price points, and a huge selection. When I'm looking for a patterned rug, I will go to the search key of any website I'm looking at and put rug, put the size I'm looking for, and then put multi. Multi is the word that's going to show me lots of results that are in different colors. That way, I'm guaranteed to get a pattern and I'm guaranteed to get that camouflage effect. Apply this same rule, this multi rule, to drape searches as well as throw blankets, and you will find lots of stain camouflaging fabrics. One thing that I also avoid in a kid friendly space is any type of glass. Be it a coffee table, an end table, a dining table, I just don't feel comfortable having kids under the age of 12 with large swaths of glass nearby. My kids aren't particularly rambunctious. Even then, I can't imagine feeling comfortable leaving them alone in the living room while I'm upstairs, not knowing if they're accidentally falling onto that coffee table, if they're trying to stand on the dining table. So that's just something that I tend to avoid in general. Another thing that I tend to avoid are shag rugs. I don't mind a shag in a master bedroom. That's about it. (laughs) In a guest bedroom perhaps as well. But I really don't like shag rugs in playrooms or living spaces, anywhere where kids are on the ground. Not only do they tend to off-gas a little bit more and shed, but they're just... Easy places for things like Cheerios, Legos, small items to get lost. And then you're walking on your carpet one day and all of a sudden you step on something super painful. So I avoid shag in those kid trafficked areas. Guys, this is our spring break over here. So I'm going to sign out a little bit early, but I hope that was helpful. And thank you so much for meeting my kids. I hope you're having a wonderful spring break no matter where you are. And we'll catch you next time. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. Even better, become a premium member. Yes, you can become a premium member of Big Design Small Budgets podcast by going to bigdesignsmallbudget.com. 
Not only do premium members get access to our archives of over 100 episodes, you also get our bonus episodes, which give you a sneak peek into my world as an interior designer. Every week, I share a new vignette, a new anecdote, new tips, all in that bonus series. You won't want to miss it. To become a premium member, go to BigDesignSmallBudget.com. It's $3.99 per month or $39.99 for a year's membership, and you're going to love it. I guarantee it. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.